Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another Club Garibaldi edition of WMSC's Local Live. We, as you can hear, have a live audience, and we are down at Club Garibaldi. They're giving themselves a hand right now, I believe. My name is Cal. I'm here with Aaron and our guest tonight, Buffalo Gospel. Really excited to have them on the show tonight. Um, yeah. And uh, it's, Buffalo Gospel has a brand new album, as you very well know. I know a lot of you guys are big Buffalo Gospel fans. Um, on the first bells coming out officially with a release show this Saturday at Anodyne. So we're really excited to get these guys in here to play some of those tunes. They're going to play new ones and old ones. And we're going to kick it off with two uh, tunes right away. But guys, right after those two tunes, we're going to have a little bit of an interview. So if you've got questions for the band, write them down on those cards, bring them on up here, and we'll include those questions of yours in the interview. All right, Buffalo Gospel, y'all ready? All right, here we go. Certain the red dirt on my window pane. Was left there so I could remember the last time it rained. Laced in the living and light through long, lonely trails. Of the tears that I cried on the day you never came back. Oh, it's high time to hang by. Lord, it's high time to hang by. A trick of the light on the day you were gone. It's high 
WMSC is local live, and we are live at Club Garibaldi tonight with Buffalo Gospel. And uh, we want to let everybody know out there that tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSC is supported by a donation from Club Garibaldi's, located at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview. Club Garibaldi's offers burgers, wings, and a full bar, and a rotating live music schedule. More information at clubgaribaldi.com. And uh, one thing we... Uh, might as well ask you to do is introduce the band for us. Of course. Uh, my name is Ryan Nacy. I'm the singer and I play acoustic guitar. So my right here is uh, Andrew Koenig, plays electric guitar. This is Kevin Rao on the upright bass and vocals. That's Michael Rosetto over there on the electric guitar as well. Milwaukee's favorite son. And that's Nick Lang back there on the drums. And guess what? It's Nick Lang's birthday today. Yeah. Happy birthday, Nick. Okay, I think we should kick it off with some audience questions. Man, we've got like 50 of them up oh, here. Oh, man. It's awesome. Okay, so this is one of the first ones we got. Uh, if your band had an animal mascot, 
what would it be? I think, I feel like I know the answer to this one, <laughs> but just, just want to make sure maybe it's not so obvious. Uh, I think a, like a barn swallow, probably. No, we'd probably be a buffalo, I think. We've, we've talked about it. Okay. It's our spirit animal collectively. All right, so the buffalo, the buffalo wins. <laughs> All right, it's so. Good question, though. It is. Yeah. Um, same, same table, want to know. <laughs> How did you come to know Southwestern cowboy culture growing up in Wisconsin? Oh, man. Uh, well, personally, uh, it was all my dad's record collection. Um, and he listened to, you know, Emmylou Harris and John Prine and, uh, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, Towns Van Zant and Hank Williams Sr. and all that stuff. And it was, wasn't my favorite when I was a kid, but it, I think it was like being deeply ingrained in me, you know. That was what we listened to at Christmas. We listened to Emmylou Harris, not Christmas songs, so. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much where it comes from. And then when it came to time to, uh, to put a band together and do what I really wanted to do, it was pretty obvious that that's what it was. That's all I really listen to now, too, so. Um, I've got a Huber question for you. Huber. Uh, your Milwaukee music friend Joe Huber. Oh, he describes. Is that who he is? Yeah, that okay. guy. <laughs> he once described you guys as Yates meets Yoakum. Would, would you would you consider yourselves as the poetic type? Oh man, uh, that's uh, first of all, he's an incredibly kind guy, and uh, we're lucky to be friends with Joe. Um, I don't know. No, I don't. I mean, I don't read a lot of poetry. I like to read uh, mostly nonfiction and stuff. So I, I wouldn't call myself like a poetic guy. Um, I just started writing, honestly, as a form of kind of cheap therapy, um, and it's continued that way. It's been a. It's become a thing that I can't not do, and be normal anymore. So not that I'm that normal to begin with, but um, so yeah. It's just. <laughs> Thanks. We got another not normal guy here today too. <laughs> What's that? Right on. I'm going to remember that. Thank you. All right. So did that answer the question? Yeah, cool. it, it did. And I wanted to mention that Joe Huber too. He's one of the local musicians who makes a cameo in your video for 18 Wheeler, oh, yeah. which just came out. Mm -hmm. uh, who else appears in 18 Wheeler, and why did you pick that song to, you know, create your first video for for mm -hmm. the new album? We had a lot of folks. Um, we knew we needed like a full bar, and the bar that we were working at it's the Cedar Lake Pub and Motel in Slinger. If you guys need a good burger, go talk to Sue. That place is fantastic. Um, but we needed, she closed it down just for us to do the video on like a Saturday night, which was pretty awesome. Um, but we knew we needed a full bar, and so we uh, just started inviting friends, and it turned out that um, Josh Hoppert from Milwaukee Record, he was there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Steph from the Sugar Stamps was there. Ted Perry from Channel 6 came up, he's a buddy. Um, we had a dog named Bubba there. The, the two wonderful people that dog sit, our dogs, um, they were there. Uh, Tab from, I can't say the name of his band, um, but he was there, wonderful guy. So yeah, it was just, it was, and a bunch of other people. It was just like a, a really good group of friends and all we really had to do was sit around and drink and, and Rick, the guy that made the video, uh, just filmed us. <laughs> it's, it's like we did a lot of uh, rehearsing for it earlier in our lives. Acting, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, acting. Lovely. It wasn't really what we were drinking. It was <laughs> apple juice. Of course. Yeah. All right, uh, I'm, I'm going to carry on with a couple of uh, more audience questions here, if you guys are up for it. Um, this question says, what's your greatest inspiration with kind of who in, in parentheses? So maybe who is your greatest inspiration? Uh, uh, I, I really, really like uh, 80s and 90s country, and it's something that I used to kind of hide from, and uh, because it's not the coolest thing in the world to say that you like, uh, but now I'm pretty unashamed that I'm, I'm a huge Dwight Yoakam fan. I love Garth Brooks and George Strait and Randy Travis and all those guys. Um, so I would say right now that's where my head's at. That's my biggest influence. Um, but I mean, all those people from the record collection that I mentioned, mentioned before, those are all huge influences. And 
you know, obviously you know, Dylan and all those guys, I mean, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing without them, so. You, you mentioned that, uh, you know, it's not the coolest thing to admit. And yeah. I'm just wondering, like, if you have a theory as to why it is that, like, country music isn't, like, really accepted or respected outside of country music circles. It's just, uh, I don't think it's country music. I think it's, like, whenever you're into what was the pop country trend at the time. Like, right now, country's in a weird place. Pop country's in a weird place. I think we can all, even if you like it, you can admit that it's kind of a weird situation. Um, and it might be a little weird to be like, yeah, I'd love listening to pop country. Uh, but that 80s and 90s stuff, that was pop at that time, you know what I mean? So I think people still might look down their nose a little bit at some of that stuff, but some of those songs are absolutely incredibly written, three-minute masterpiece songs. And uh, so it, Garth Brooks' catalog just like doesn't quit with amazing hits. Garth, if you're listening, you're welcome. <laughs> He doesn't need any more help selling records. <laughs> I'm sure he's probably listening, most likely. Uh, here's another audience question. Living or dead, who would you most want to sing a duet with? Oh, man. These are all for me. Uh, uh, I think Bonnie Raitt is kind of my go-to answer. Uh, okay. Yeah. She's fantastic, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Audience seems to agree with you yeah. on that one. All right, we do have actually a question for Kevin. Oh, nice. Oh, really? Whoa. Okay. Uh, what were your favorite moments recording on the first bell? Ooh, some of the favorite moments. Um, I'm being up in Eau Claire at uh, Brian Joseph's amazing studio, The Hive. That was an incredible experience, uh, just being there and all being kind of trapped up in the, uh, in, in the Northwoods, right along the Chippewa River. Uh, the whole week was amazing, Chippewa. but Chippewa, yep, up there. And uh, you know, taking breaks from the session, and one of my favorite moments in the session itself was we, we thought we had one of our songs called Best Fitted. We thought we had that one nailed down, and we're like, we're listening back in the room, and um, Chris Porterfield was recording with us, and we all kind of listened to that back, and we're like, okay, that, that works, right? We're, it sounded pretty good. And Chris said, no, I don't think we got it. I think we got a better one. We got we to gotta start over and break this thing down. And uh, we went back into our separate rooms and started over basically from scratch with that song. And what came out was a, just an amazing singular performance that it was a magical moment kind of spurred on by Chris, but a collective thing where we had to kind of check ourselves and say, no, that's not good enough. We gotta, we gotta dig in there. Nice. It's always you nice when Chris's you- uh... head getting bigger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, I think uh, maybe we should have a little more music now. Does that sound good to you guys? Let's have a couple more songs here. Buffalo Gospel here on Local Live. sound of a military band Five old dirt coats full of brass but ten still the horse swing down low on the hill outside my home God give buddy pretty damn good at the day He took my ma and my pa and got his hand on my neck of three boys way down low in that hill outside my home Door. 
if this is the last I write Dressed head to toe, missing me online Well, fairly well, for I am man That lone star I seen shining down Buffalo Gasville, everybody. You're tuned into WMSC. We're broadcasting live from Club Garibaldi tonight with a live studio audience. A nice full room tonight. Thanks, guys, for coming out. All right. And uh, the Buffalo Gospel record that is coming out, it's their second one called On the First Bell. It's officially out with a show at Anodyne this coming Saturday. I uh, want to go back to the Hive for a second, where you recorded your record. Yeah. Um, I want to know, since I'm, I'm familiar with Brian Joseph's work, um, what did Brian bring particularly to these, these songs of yours that you've had, compared to you know, the work you did with your first, first batch of songs? Yeah. Um, the, well, the first batch of songs was, uh, it was really rushed, and we didn't really know what we were doing, and we didn't have any money. And, which is the story of my life, basically. Uh, but it was kind of just, we got together the night before, rehearsed once, went in, recorded in a few days, and, and we lucked out, and, and we came out with something that felt like it had some feeling to it. Um, but this one, we were much more prepared going into it. Uh, and Brian, he's, it's hard to explain what he brings uh, but I, but I always kind of say that it's 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 mostly his personality and his approach. Um, he's he's obviously a, a world class engineer, um, but he's just a fantastically sweet, uh, inspiring individual as well. And I'm kind of an introverted, shy guy naturally. So it it's if I get into a studio and somebody's overbearing, it's like I just kind of kind of shut down. So. Um, Brian was the perfect uh, complimentary personality, for me anyway, um, to kind of make me comfortable. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's the guy that, uh, you know, he, uh, he won't initially be super pushy about his opinions, but when he believes something, he'll definitely give you that input, and it's usually, it's always right, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, trust, trust in him, right? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, let me switch it up to, speaking of feeling awkward and being introverted, I'll ask you the silliest <laughs> question, silliest question ever. Um, this is a two-part question. Now, you have to choose, it's multiple choice as well. Oh, How fast can you run? A, very fast, B, sort of fast, C, not fast at all. Depends on the distance. I would Motivation, yeah. Is it the I would whole, say like the whole band? Is it we all? Yeah, is it just me? It, it didn't say. Is it every oh. collectively, so collectively? We're very slow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking like ten-legged sack race? Yeah. Or? Short distances, I'm pretty quick, but anything okay. beyond like a couple hundred meters, and I'm, you can count me out. Maybe someone's looking for a kickball team. Maybe yeah. People, I don't know. Whoever asked this one. Okay. Um, I'm looking and for a kickball team. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> yeah. All right, see this guy after the show for a kickball Yeah, sign team. me up. Sure. Sign up. <laughs> um, this second part of this question is answerable, possibly. Um, aside from dental, what's your favorite kind of floss? <laughs> There's only two kinds of floss, right? And I can't talk about the other one. You guys told me that <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. Is that your final answer? Um, 
Was yeah. this multiple choice too? Can I phone a friend? No, there were, there were no multiple choices on that one. Cotton. There we go. I, I've heard of candy floss. Yeah, I've, I have heard of that. Um, we actually have a couple of uh, clothing questions that might go nice together here from the okay. audience. So, uh, one person asks, "What jean slash pants manufacturer would you endorse?" Man, uh, I like Levi's. Levi's. Levi's guy, but I'm also I've been getting into the um, uh, Wrangler makes a thing called a uh, rancher dress jean, which is like a polyester, uh, very form fitting kind of farmer pant that you get at uh, uh, Fleet Farm. So I've been okay. rocking those lately. High rise. High rise, yeah, they're pretty high. <laughs> Uncomfortably high. You look, you look good in those, though. Thanks. Thanks, Welcome. man. I'll endorse them, yeah. What word is that, <laughs> you know? We've got this other question here, and I, um, I don't even, I'm not an expert on uh, fashion, so I don't know what this word is, so maybe you can figure it out. It says, when I saw Buffalo Gospel open for Field Report, the lead was wearing some kind of slacks for men type of trousers. Those are them. Yeah, that's right. Okay, those are the ones. Yeah. All right. Slacks for men. Um, so uh, the question is, are those going to be in the rotation until the cooler fall months or yeah, more polyester, be, please? Those will be in the, in the rotation. They, wa they wanted it, please? They, they want more polyester. Okay, apparently. good. Then you're going to be happy. I went home and ordered a pair of cranberry ones that I'm pretty jazzed about rocking. Okay. Well, now that we've got that settled, uh, yeah. let's have a couple more songs, right shall we? Just a gap we dusted off into the dawn. 
WMSC's Local Live. We've got Buffalo Gospel with us tonight at Club Garibaldi. And uh, since you happened to play that tune, uh, I just wanted to ask, I, I read a, an interview recently where you talked about Son of a Gun, um, and you referred, you, you referred to it as a song that you wrote, you know, from a perspective not, not yourself, you know, sure. someone else's perspective. Yeah. Some people may be shocked to, to learn this. Um, so I was kind of wondering, like, is that a common thing for you to, like, put yourself into that? How do you put yourself in the mindset of writing from a perspective that's not your own? It was a lot more common when I first started writing because uh, I had a lot of trouble sort of opening up about um, a little more personal stuff. Uh, but I think I'm, you know, a lot of the songs on this record are, that song was written a while ago. Um, and it made the record because it was the, one of the guys that helped me start this band, Josh Tovar. Um, he passed away, and that was his favorite song. And one of the last things I ever got from him was an email saying the, if we didn't record that song at some point that he was never going to speak to me again. So, so that song, it, there was no doubt that that was getting on there. But um, a lot of the rest of it is, uh, is actually, it's, it's a lot of me processing losing him. So. It's kind of fitting that that song made the record, I guess. Okay. Um, so as far as the, the new record goes, um, you know, a lot of these songs, I know you've been, you've been playing them live at least since the fall and probably prior to that, some of them. Um, and it's been mm -hmm. almost four years since your last uh, yeah. full length. Um, so how long have these songs kind of been kicking around? Uh, 
Well, that one's definitely been around the longest. Um, but we recorded like two years ago, right? Was it two summers ago? Yeah, something like that. And then uh, by the time we were done getting the album finished, it was already kind of fall, almost late fall. And we were just like, it probably makes more sense to sit on this and wait until spring when we can get out on the road and actually um, put some miles on the songs, you know. Um, so that's kind of the reason it took so long. Uh, so the song's maybe a couple of years old. Okay. You know, yeah. All right. Uh, I think we got to catch up with a couple audience questions, if you don't mind. Okay. They're always entertaining. Sure. Um, this one um, is pretty straightforward, though. What inspired the title of your brand new record? Um, it's one of the songs. Are we going to play that next? Yeah. We're going to play that song next. Uh, and it just sort of felt uh, songs about being in a, in, a, in a bad situation and not feeling like you can get out of it. Um, and then sort of lifting yourself up and taking it uh, into your own hands to better your situation a little bit. Um, so it just felt like it kind of encompassed the whole thing. And it, it's on the album, it's a pretty big song. It felt like it was kind of a prominent thing, you know, prominent theme throughout the whole thing. So. Okay. And uh, I, I know we should probably have you just play that song right away, but I want to. <laughs> this this question kind of ties in, in, into it a little bit. The cover art by Brett Stenson's really yeah. amazing. Uh, it's like beautiful folk art. Um, I want to know how did you come across his work, and do the title and the artwork have, uh, you know, do they correlate at all? Yeah. Um, I knew that I wanted to work with a local Milwaukee guy, and he's he's now out west, or like northwest. Um, but he was very much a staple in the art community here. Uh, and I was just, I literally got on the internet and Googled uh, Milwaukee illustrators and I started looking through people and he was the guy that every time I saw something I liked, it was his name. So I sent him an email and I said, you know, we don't have much money, but, and I sent him the record actually and I think he liked it and he was like, I'd love to be a part of it. So he came into town, we talked for a few hours about what the songs were about, what the record was about, and um, and then he went away for a few months, and he came back with that, and I was like, you nailed it, man. So there really weren't, there was like one round of minor revisions that was a, he hit it out of the park, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Everyone can see that, that record uh, cover art at their website, mm-hmm. if you want, haven't checked it out yet, mm-hmm. which is your website? Buffalogospel.com. Sweet. Yeah. All right, and yeah. are, you said you're gonna do on the first bell. Next. Yes, we'll do that right now. All right, Buffalo Gospel live at Club Garibaldi's. <laughs>
Save y'all some FCC fines. We're gonna switch songs. <laughs> I'll shoot me up right down to PC.
Gospel on WMSE's Local Live. Our, uh, our live audience here at Club Garibaldi has been killing it uh, on the uh, questions. We're going to try and squeeze in as many of these as we can before sure. the top of the hour here. Uh, first of all, who snores loudest when you're on the road? Nick. <laughs> this is the speed round of it. <laughs> Okay, how about this one? What's the Buffalo Gospel? Like, what's the name mean? I guess that's what that, yes. Um, you know, it started, it didn't mean a lot. Our old drummer kind of came up. We were just sort of naming a band's pretty hard. Uh, we were just sort of coming up with a lot of different ideas. Uh, and he threw that one out there in between, like, rusty trampoline and, you know, <laughs> things like that, old carpet. Um, <laughs> And we t it sounded great, so we took it. And honestly, when we started, we didn't really intend on playing a lot of shows, if any shows. So we just needed a name so we could put it on the internet under something. Um, and then it became a thing where it seemed like people wanted to hear it, and we started having fun playing them. Uh, and so we started doing it more and more. And as we've been doing it, and kind of as I've been going through the last few years, it's definitely become, as corny as it sounds, it's kind of become my spirit animal. Um, it's a stubborn, big, kind of clunky thing that has persevered through a lot of stuff, and that's kind of me. So, um, and then the gospel, we just say that that's the truth, and we're always trying to write, and we're always trying to be true to what we want to do, so. Right. That's the name. There it is. <laughs> and uh, this question from the same person, uh, favorite style of buffalo wing, and, oh, and dipping sauce. Rancher, yeah, I'm more of like a dry wing guy, like a dry rub, like a nice spicy dry rub. Yeah, we just made them last night, and I, it's just a little salt, a little black pepper, some garlic powder, and some uh, um, something spicy. No, I don't know. But it's real simple, four things. Real good, so simple I don't even remember it. <laughs> Right. So give it up for uh, those vocal pipes on that last song. That's pretty awesome. Thanks. Do you uh, often practice holding your breath, blowing balloons? How how no. do you do that? No, I don't know. I don't know. I think no. it does does that mainly to like me, you know? Yeah. We we have a little healthy competition. Yeah. About I, that. Just no. wanna, I just want to crush Kevin yeah, any chance I can get. Yeah, pretty much. No, we have a. Uh, my family is, they're very loud and they're very vocal. So that's, it's probably a hereditary being able to holler for a long time thing. I hope they're listening. <laughs> I'm sure they are. <laughs> awesome. They wouldn't be offended, it's true. No, they wouldn't. They're proud. They're like, it's, they us. wear it as a source, uh, like a badge on their chest. Okay. Just okay. big, loud Italians. <laughs> it's, it's great. Um, okay, this is kind of a collaborative question. Someone wanted to know, particularly, has Graham Parsons had any influence on your music? And someone asked about general influences. So we'll start with Graham, and if there's any extra influences. Yeah, we're definitely, you know, I love the Burrito Brothers, and um, Graham's great. He's a great songwriter and um, broke the mold in a lot of ways. And I think fashion-wise, he's had a... He's had a heck of an influence on our band, um, but other influences? Do you guys want to? You guys want to take a shot, Kevin? What you got? All over the map. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it, yeah. the cool thing about the band is that we're all kind of uh, we all listen to different stuff. We all bring 
a different thing to the table. Andrew looks like he's anxious to talk about his influences. Only a little. Okay. <laughs> I'd be remiss if I didn't say anything about Taj Mahal or the band, certainly, which is like not necessarily yeah, country, but kind of getting a mix of everything. And then uh, specifically Raphael Sadiq's first solo album, uh, Instant Vintage, after he left Tony, 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 is really comes through in our country playing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely hear it. Oh, Nick likes Santana, yeah. Featuring Rob Thomas. Featuring Rob Thomas. <laughs> yeah. We, we definitely needed that little coda at the end. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> Only the Rob Thomas. All right, well, actually, we're, we're about out of time here, so uh, we need to wrap things up. Before we do, uh, just tell people where they can find your music and tell people about the show, the release show. Yeah, the best place to find our music is our website, buffalogospel.com, and uh, we have a show this Saturday at Anodyne, and doors are at 8. Uh, Joe Huber and his fantastic band are going to start around 8.30, um, and I can't wait for that. I would pay... I'd pay to go see it, to be honest, but I don't have to. I'm lucky. Um, yeah, and, and then we'll, we'll play a bunch of the new stuff, we'll play a bunch of the old stuff, and we'll have a good time. Um, we definitely have some surprises, and we like to kind of mix it up when we play in Milwaukee so that people don't really know what to expect. And So we got some of that stuff, too. And polyester. And Excellent. polyester. Wear your best polyester <laughs> pants. No open flames. But thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right. We want to let you know that tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSC is supported by a donation from Club Garibaldi, where we're broadcasting from. Located at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview, Club Garibaldi offers burgers and wings, a full bar, and rotating live music schedule. More info at clubgaribaldi.com. Want to let you know also that Local Live is a production of WMSC Radio. Broadcast tonight from Club Garibaldi. Local Live is produced by me and Cal and engineered by Billy Cicerelli and Club Garibaldi. All video by Moleskin Productions. Thanks to our live studio audience for participating tonight. You guys were amazing. And for upcoming guests and archives of past Local Live performances, visit WMSC.org. Tune in again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live. We'll be back in the studio with Tiger Night, right? Yeah, All right, and uh, out there in Radio Land, stay tuned for Midnight Radio. Uh, you guys going to play a couple more songs for our in-house audience? All right, fantastic. Okay? Thanks a lot, everybody. Tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSC is supported by Club Garibaldi. Located at 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview. Open seven days a week, Club Garibaldi serves burgers, hot wings, and more. And features live music weekly. For more information and Club Garibaldi's live music events, visit clubgaribaldi.com.